Oh, what's up, everybody? It's uh, Wes and Andy, and uh, we're back with another episode of uh, Random Fandom Tuesday Night. <sighs> Busy week. Busy week. Busy week. I know it's only Tuesday, but uh, since the last time we met, uh, I have been diligently clipping uh, headlines that I thought were, ooh, yeah, and uh, sending them along. So uh, there's lots to talk about tonight. Before we get to that, I want to say thank you to uh, everybody who hung out with us uh, last Sunday. Sunday just passed. Question for, and answer. Yeah, for our uh, Get to Know Us episode. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, if you missed that one or you caught it in the replay and you're sad because you did not get to ask your question, send it over tonight. Fear not. Send it over tonight. Who knows? We could answer. Uh, we could do some question and answer stuff while we're yeah. talking about the headlines. Yeah, uh, caught us off guard, too. I didn't cry <laughs> and I didn't sing either. So well, we do have that on uh, video. So it's, there's proof out there. <laughs> the proof is out there. Uh, well, you can see me singing in some of the replays. Yeah. True. Um, still no, no crying. No. Uh, before we get to uh, what we all came for tonight, you think we should uh, kick things off with another uh, random uh, trivia question? Yeah, let's do that. Let's hit it. This one's good for you. Which singer's real name is Sherilyn Sarkissian? <laughs> I love it when you struggle with the word because now that makes it extra hard because I really I didn't know before and I sure don't know now. <laughs> One more time. What? Which singer's real name is Sherilyn Sarkissian? Sherilyn Sarkissian. Oh man. Uh I'm just gonna throw I'm throwing stuff like spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> See if it sticks. Cheryl Crow? No. Okay, I don't know. Fair enough. What do you think? Well, since we only got one viewer live right now, and I'm guessing <laughs> they don't know because they haven't thrown out the comment yet. Nobody said, yeah. <laughs> the answer is share. Share. Oh. If she could turn back time, apparently she would change her name to share. <laughs> Funny, I just saw uh, um, a pop vinyl of her in that outfit. Oh, jeez. Yeah, which I thought was kind of kind of cute. What's going on here? Oh. Oh, Facebook is reminding us, be ready to start your live stream. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're here. Oh, Steve, don't have a clue, buddy. No, no, I didn't either. Until I Share. read that card, I didn't know either. I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I then never we all, cared to look further past the stage name. We all learn something tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're going to keep learning. Um, I don't know where to start. <laughs> Oh, we could we could start back in ninety seven. We do have them in order. This one I just noticed the other day, um, and I I, I didn't re I didn't associate it with the uh, as a piece of marketing for the other thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Hasbro's just doing it again, putting out some more role play stuff. But it's been great though. By the way, um, there's this little thing called X Men ninety seven. It's coming back to television. It's a direct continuation of the uh, 90s X-Men cartoon Fox series. By the way, we talked about that on uh, on Sunday night when we were, uh, I think it was, uh, was it Eric had asked our favorite Which 90s? Which cartoon lit us up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny, we should have brought that up then. But uh, for those of you who have been interested in what Hasbro is doing with their Marvel Legends uh, license, check this out. We've got the, uh, oh my gosh, I'm in the wrong view. Hold on a second here. Let me change that over. There we go. Uh, Marvel Legends uh, with a, another role play helmet. This one, the Master of Magnetism. Wow. 
X-Men 97 Magneto helmet. Oh, oh my wear this. God, look at that. This doubles too. Like you get this and you could be Magneto or you could be Onslaught. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's so true, isn't it? Um, is this the first one? I, I'm the stand in that photo. Do we know if that's part of the, is that in I, the box? I believe it is because if you look on the rotation, there is a Magneto logo emblazoned the... right underneath it. Oh, on the plate nice. There. Nice. I'm not a huge fan of all of the role play stuff. I mean, I have my Obi-Wan lightsaber. I've got a Luke Skywalker X-Wing helmet. Um, I'm not a huge Marvel uh, uh, Legends guy. I do have some Marvel Legends, but I mean, I would totally be on if, if X-Men 97 is your thing, I could totally get behind this. Yeah. Uh, Steve's asking, is it life size? Is it life size? Yeah, yeah that's the thing. One to one scale. So All of these. As long as uh, your head fits, it fits. <laughs> Adam's with us tonight. Adam from Go Figure. If I played hockey, I would wear this. <laughs> a little awesome. bit of uh, Mandalorian coding in there just to protect Seriously. your eyes. <laughs> the T visor. <laughs> Uh, it's cool though. Um, that, that actually makes me more excited. I am more excited from the, for the animation than I am for, uh, associated, uh, stuff. As long as and, you don't go with the season five animators. Well, okay. Can we, we can overlook that part. Yeah. It was running down. They were shaving off budget with the release of this helmet. I, when I saw this and I, I sent it over to you and I'm like, ah, oh, the marketing machine is starting to roll. So that has me excited. Uh, um, has me excited for the show as I did enjoy the show quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It, it really adapted some of the comics, like the best adaptations so far. Yeah. 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 Uh, Steve's got a follow-up comment. This actually goes back to earlier today. Uh, just before the show, I was outside uh, mowing my lawn. Steve was across the street, getting some fuel at the gas station. Uh, if I got fuel and seen you wearing that mask, cutting the grass, it would be priceless. <laughs> now, would you wear a Cape too? I don't know. Wouldn't that be a tripping hazard? Uh, I don't know. As long as it's flowing behind you. <laughs> Not in the mower. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, comment from Adam over at Go Figure. I'm so excited about this show. The Toy Biz X-Men figures in the 1990s changed everything. Yeah, they really did, yeah, didn't they? They started giving us what we were after. I suppose we could we could go back as far as what uh, Spider-Man classics, I think, sort of did the before the, the were they considered? I mean, they were the same sort of uh, articulation. Were they before? No, no, I don't think Spider-Man classics came and they added that extra level that, that like you the, remember the toe, the toe curl. Yes. <laughs> so but they also added like the elbow and shoulder joints and everything. Whereas your, your toy biz X-Men were like the five inch size. Oh, the to- sorry. Sorry. Yes. You're absolutely right. I was thinking the original, uh, the original, the original Marvel legends. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Marvel, Le- the original Marvel legends and the Spider-Man classics were sort of the ones the that are currently time. getting the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Card no, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. Those, uh, I guess they'd be four inch. Four, four to five inch, four to five inch. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Um, in the days of pouches. Yeah. <laughs> looking at you, Jim Lee. <laughs> uh, well, you remember looking at Toy Fair and like everybody was always constantly sending in their their, you know. Oh my gosh, um, custom figures. Yeah. What was that? Uh, um, um, it was Toy Fair. Toy, uh, yeah, it was to- uh, Toy Fair. Toy Fair magazine, or was it Wizard magazine? Where it they was did a subset the... of Wizard magazine. It was right. Yeah. Um. Oddly enough, and then uh, to Twisted Toy Fair Theater, which right. kind of led to Robot Chicken. Which spun into Robot Chicken, because yeah. it's the same guys from the magazine. Right. Yeah. 
Did we talk about that before? Uh, we might have mentioned it in glancing, but I don't, I don't know, know if we, we talked about it on the show or not. Yeah. Um, cool stuff nonetheless. Yes. As Adam says, uh, being excited about the show, I am also excited for the show. Um, certainly, as you say, one of the better translations of. Yeah. Uh, speaking of translations, now there were some like really interesting storylines that they did uh, in X Men '97. They got Apocalypse right, so <laughs> they can do no wrong in my eyes. I wanted to ask: Is there a '90s X Men story from the comic books that did not get the adaptation treatment that you would like to see done mm. in the in the resurgent '97 series? I don't know if we could because most of the ones that I would have thought would include like your X factor, yeah. your X force, your sure. lines. Whatnot, yeah. Yeah. But, Cause like the extinction agenda would have been great. So that's, that's the one that strikes with me. I, I would like to see that, that, and what I guess that sort of leads into uh, X babies. Mm. I think that would be fun. Even if it's just a one-off episode with the X babies. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Yes. Extinction agenda. That's the one for me. You guys out there uh, watching tonight, do you guys have an X-Men storyline that you would like to see adapted in X-Men 97? Or the Executioner song. Uh, the one where Strife impersonates Cable. Oh, and, uh, sure, yeah. Professor X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it doesn't assassinate him. He lives, but whatever. Right, right. And no, they find right. out it's Strife, and it goes through all of them. Interesting. Adam says uh, X-Men 2099. Now, that's a whole other cast of characters. Yeah, but they wrote they wrote it in such a way in amazing spider-man that when 2099 comes back yeah you know we have some inner connections going there and they've it's done it true. multiple times that is true that is absolutely true um facebook user says the new creator trailer oh my god um Having wow watch that today i can concur <laughs> I don't know if you've been reading my notes or in my brain, uh, anonymous Facebook user, but I have, uh, I do have, I want to talk about creator. It's talk coming up. That. It's coming up. I absolutely want to talk about it because yeah, this is, uh, it, it may not be the Terminator movie you want, but it might just be the Terminator movie you need. Mm-hmm. We'll save that one. It's coming up. Uh, Adam says, but like have a crossover mini series hmm. going back to the, uh, X-Men 2099 thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm down. I'm totally down for that. I yeah. think it would be fun. Um, I think people recognize enough of the characters that you could pull in like your X-Force teams and whatnot. Yeah. For, you know, like just that episode. You think so? Well, yeah, based not? on like everybody knows cable now because of Deadpool too. Sure. Sure. So brand awareness is probably uh, at an all time high. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's cool. All right, what do we got next here? Oh, sad note here. on a sad note. Um, surprised you didn't choose to go with that one first, but I also applaud you at the same time. Uh, this just in, uh, the world is still reeling at the loss of uh, uh, veteran actor Ray Stevenson. <sighs> Our Irish actor starred in films like the Punisher War Zone, King Arthur. Uh, he starred as Volstag in, in the Thor, Thor films. Yeah. Uh, as well as HBO's uh, Rome miniseries and uh, the upcoming Ahsoka Tano series. Um, do you get a favorite role? Probably the Thor stuff. Thor? I'm going to go uh, Titus Polo from uh, from Rome, actually. I love that. Nice. I, it's the first thing I can remember seeing him in. Now, mind you. I have seen him in Warzone, and that was not my favorite Punisher movie. It was movie. not my favorite Punisher movie but. either. 
Um, he did have a small role, not really small, moderate role. I don't know. Not wasn't a wasn't a lead, but he was in a GI Joe retaliation as a Firefly. For all the Joe fans out there, uh, Adam says that uh, Warzone is flawless. We didn't have Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, oddly enough, we still don't know. Uh, we don't know the cause of death, although it was reported uh, uh, in the Italian media that his death, uh, he died while on a movie shoot. Yeah. Uh, I did look up this uh, uh, productions going on in Italy right now. Uh, he died on, uh, where is it here? Uh, on the island of, of uh, Ischia. The movie is actually uh, about a casino uh, okay. there. So I don't know what this movie is about. Um but anyway, uh, very sad to hear about Ray Stevenson, just 58 years old. Mm. So kind of makes me go, oh, I'm not too far away. Yeah. Uh, Adam wants to tell you that uh, Kevin Nash was in the other Punisher movie. I know, and he actually got stabbed. <laughs> Wait, what movie was it where Kevin Nash was the doorman? Oh, he was a doorman in uh, John Wick. Yes. And uh, John Wick told him, take the night off. Yeah, and he did. And he just walked away. As any smart person would do in face yeah. with John Wick telling you to go home for the night. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how this is going to affect uh, our upcoming stuff. We've got Ahsoka coming up here in August. And I mean, Ray has been a. Theoretically, a, all his stuff is filmed for that. But. For that season. Yeah. Now that begs the question, is there a long game for this character? Is he just f a villain for season one? Presumably he again, and this goes back to Filoni saying about the orange lightsaber thing. It's a way to, to revisit the past and, and sort of see that concept in a way that maybe you weren't expecting. I, I don't know what to expect of this, uh, of this character. And I'm hoping for sake, for the show's sake. Now, this is nothing against anybody. I, I hope that his stuff was complete, that there, his arc is a, is a singular season arc nothing like trying to recast a character for future seasons, not saying that that's impossible. We've seen it work in other shows. Yeah. I, I go back to uh, Spartacus. I thought that um, Liam McIntyre uh, recasting as uh, Spartacus was actually pretty good. He, he pulled it off quite well. Um, but man, how do you, how do you recast mind you looking at this photo of, of Ray Stevenson, if I had to recast him with another actor, maybe uh, uh, Liev Schreiber, maybe maybe i don't know i don't know anyway uh our thoughts and condolences to uh ray's family and everybody who's mourning around the world right now uh we are too we are too steve says great movie yeah 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 um what was your favorite punisher movie lundgren you know, I don't mind that one. I don't mind that one. But uh, if I have to go with my favorite iteration, it is the Netflix series. The Netflix series. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you that one. I did say movie, but no, that series, it, yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. You. No, absolutely. It's about to be. Big way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, last week, early, or earlier this week. Yeah, no? you, you had showed us on uh, Sunday night that you had picked this up. I did. Or at I, least the other version of sorry, it. I'm going to I'm going to bring this up here again cuz we did we did talk about this. And it is. It's a good-looking figure. Let's see if I can. Can I do this here? Can I? Can I? Oh no, I can't. Let me Spotlight you big. Let's see if I can do this. Oh, oh no, it's got to be you. <laughs> here we go. Let's try this again. I picked there you go. I picked this up uh, earlier. 
oh, I don't know, last week. Now this is the uh, uh, 89, uh, eight, or I guess we're still trying to figure out what year was Man of Steel? 2014? 2015? 2011, I thought. 2011. Whatever year Man of Steel took place in, that is this Batman. Anyway, it is our Keaton Batman. Um, and I was I was talking about the uh, the, uh, the gold label uh, version. 2013. 2013. Okay, so if the, that film, Man of Steel, is to take place in 2013, that would make that the 2013 Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. <sighs> Glad we got that out of the way. Let me go back over here now. Oh, there we are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just skip ahead one more here. There it is. I was talking about the gold label Batman and uh, the, the one without the, the cowl. The GameStop exclusive gold label. Oh, my God. They did the same thing with uh, Pattinson's The Batman. They did yeah. a, a masked and, a, and, and uh, made the gold label the unmasked. And this one follows the trend of looking absolutely freaking abysmal. Um. Like, and you nailed it. You're like, is that like a young Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah. (laughs) There it is. is. Oh my gosh. It is so, it's horrific. It doesn't reflect Michael Keaton whatsoever. I've been making this complaint now for a while since McFarlane got the DC license. Like, are you guys still hand painting these? Um, If you are either get better artists or slow down, slow way, way down. Or just adopt the face print tech like the other guy and and let's be on with it. Because these, uh, you know, when they're doing comic-based stuff, um, it's fantastic. But anything that's supposed to look like a real person is just, uh, uh, I don't know. That's just not, yeah. Ken's got a good one here. Adam says, that looks just like Iceman at a Top Gun. Yeah. (laughs) All you need is one of these. <laughs> I could see some Bell Kilmer in there. Oh, that's great. Oh, look, we're getting more spam comments from uh from Stuttering. YouTube. Stuttering John. I don't I don't know who you are. I don't care who you are, but uh keep your politics out of my show because uh we're not gonna show that. Yeah, this is not politics. <laughs> yeah, power. absolutely. Probably some uh some spam bot anyway. Maybe. Oh, Kimberly's got a question of the Oh, day. wait, wait a second here. What's going on? Our guest moderator from Sunday night, Kimberly, has something to say. Now, just a second here. Let me let me pull this out. Let's go back over here. Kim wants to know, or wants to say, uh, random fandom question of the day. Uh-oh. What's she going to hit us with? Uh, we only got what? How many did we get the other day? I lost count. I don't know. It was quite a few anyway. Kept us going. We were a solid two hours on Sunday. Yeah, by our, so, yeah Sunday night, by the yep. way. And it's currently available on all the audio channels, too. <laughs> Adam says, hey, Kimberly. Hello. Hello. All right, Kim. I don't know. What is your random fandom question of the day? Hit us with it. Maybe we can. Uh... <laughs> I hope it's a good one. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. All right. Wanna, do you want to make fun of Batman some more? Yeah. Oh, so bad. <laughs> so bad. Thanks, Adam. A Sunday night wa- uh, Sunday night show was a blast. It was a blast. Um, so the three of us had no prior knowledge of any of the questions. Um, and Kim was gracious enough to uh to guest moderate for us. And it was a lot of fun. I hope we can we can do more of those uh in the future because that one uh it was a lot of fun and I think it I feel like it went off very well. Mm-hmm learned a thing or three yeah 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 so uh this batman uh it probably won't be probably won't be too hard to find um but yeah 
I can see this one as a potential for anybody out there who's like doing the 3D sculpting and then printing their own heads. I kind of wonder if this falls in that same boat as like some of the early, uh, the earlier Hasbro stuff before they got into the face print because the sculpts were always there. Yeah. I'd seen some, uh, some Hasbro earlier Hasbro heads that had been essentially stripped of paint and then repainted by, uh, um, uh, by in the fan community. Yeah. And the sculpts are there with the right paint apps. They look great. Hmm. And I'm sure that this is more of the same, but as it is, and I mean, is that the picture of me holding it? That's the photo. That's the one I sent you. Okay. So that is, that's in store. It's not far off. No, (laughs) No, that's, that's pretty awful. All right. Kim's got her question here. I'm going to, I'm going to take Batman out of here for a second so we can uh, go Mm -hmm. to Kim's question. This is interesting. Kim wants to know, if you were a Dungeons and Dragons character, would your beard have magical powers? And if so, what spells and enchantment enchantments would it cast? <laughs> uh, I think it's predetermined. Your beard must have magical powers. <laughs> um, you want to go first? No, you go ahead. I'll go I, first. I, I, okay. Because we did do a beard related question and yours wasn't it up a, being like, Medusa's. was it a superhero thing? Wasn't yes, it? it was yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, as a Dungeons and Dragons fan and someone who's played uh, for many years on and off, I think I have an answer for this. Yes, my beard would have magical powers and it would have the uh, it would act like uh, it it would be the beard of missile snaring. So if you if you if you shot your bow and arrow at me or you threw a spear at me, my beard would catch it and then put it in my quiver so I could use it against you. The beard of missile snaring. <laughs> I, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, mine would be the beard of enchanting. Oh, really? All who gaze upon it must be enchanted. Is it going to do like the hypnotic, your beard going to do the hypnotic swirl? Maybe it just is like a little <laughs> cobra dance or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dances like a cobra. <laughs> I have to grow it out further for that though. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Kim. Great question. Love it. Um, wow. If you've got more of those, <laughs> send those along because those are hilarious. Uh, Adam says, I imagine Wes's beard like a TARDIS. It's bigger in there. He can hide all kinds of weapons. <laughs> Just don't start using it as a bowl for ramen noodles. <laughs> the beard of Hoovian. <laughs> the Hoovian beard. <laughs> I love it. Boy. Kim says, nice, boys. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that one. All right, now back to this. Oh, this awful Batman figure. Okay, yeah. I can't look at it anymore. Yeah, I gotta go on to some other good stuff. I gotta here. move. Oh no, this is another one. Um, everybody, More reviews are coming in. Everybody, so I have said that I I don't put a lot of stock in reviews. That being said, I, I'm not ignorant of them either. I do, I do kind of put the uh, the asterisk on them when mm. I see them. But by and large first and early reviews for indiana jones are largely not good yeah they're mixed bag yes what do you think you want to go through a couple of these yeah let's see how sure sure um some of these people stephanie bunbury from deadline says um however much action swirls on the surface of this kind of film its uh, foundations are built of reassuring nostalgia 
Just hearing John Williams score, yet another variant on the heroics and theatrics of the original makes anyone of a certain age feel that everything is momentarily right with the world. That's pretty good. I'd say that's a good one. Steve Pond of The Rap says the Dial of Destiny has an ace in the hole with Harrison Ford and the character he plays, a guy for whom we feel so much affection that will go along with all kinds of silliness if we can see a little more indie. It really makes Indiana Jones our most endearing action hero and Ford and Mangold. James Mangold, the director, clearly know that and know how to work with it. That's another good one. Not bad. Um, did you get any of the? Did we get any of the negative ones in here? I don't know. Uh, here's a kind of a middle middle of the uh, middle of the road one. Uh, Jeffrey McNabb of the Independent says, uh, "Tonally, the film wavers. It puts uh, pulls in too many different directions at once." On the one hand, this is an exercise in affectionate nostalgia. On the other, like its predecessors, it's an old-fashioned matinee adventure in which characterization is deliberately broad. Certain episodes are knowing and ironic, while others seem painfully naive. Um, and then Robbie Collin at The Telegraph says, as for the comedy, well, Waller-Bridge has clearly been given the instruction to just do Fleabag, but she's operating without Fleabag-level material here, and her frequent attempts to juice up the clumsy gags with her trademark a winking delivery tend to fall flat. And while she's perfectly decent in the role and every bit as much the hero of the piece as Ford, audience members unfamiliar with her television work may be puzzled as to why she's here in the first place. So we're getting some mixed bag reviews uh, out of this movie. Doesn't mean I'm not going to go and see it. Of course not. We're going to see it, but it does concern me. Like there's been, I don't want to compare it to crystal skull because no, I think they learned their lesson from that one. Yeah. There were a couple of sentiments that I had seen uh, last week that basically said that the movie uh, as the as the swan song of a franchise that it follows the uh, the same trend that the longer the film the uh, I don't want to say the worse it is because that's not accurate but no. um, um, the more convoluted it becomes mm-hmm. essentially they were the 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 takeaway point was some things are just meant to be left in the past and I was like oh that's kind of stinging mm-hmm. <laughs> so um do we know what the release date is for this i believe it's june 30th june yeah june uh let me just look this up here actually it says on the bottom of the oh there you there. go um, june 30th june 30th oh yeah <laughs> it's right in front of me don't <laughs> look too hard <laughs> reading glasses. Uh, i know oh oh they're upstairs oops uh, I'm going to switch back over to the toy world here for a second. I've been following this. Um, this is a, a favorite of uh, Kim's. Uh, she loves this line. And quite frankly, I do too. It's I think awesome. it's fantastic. The, the only drawback is the distribution. Well, you know, you know. Oh, wait, <laughs> before we do that, Red chiming in tonight. Red says, how much farther can you go after nuking the refrigerator? True. <laughs> that is true. Uh, what did Hank say about the, he's like hearing the Rolling Stones immediately took him out of it. Hmm. And I'm like, well, the movie does take place in the 1960s, or at least it starts in the 60s. So it's, yeah. it is period uh, appropriate. And that's another thing, like, as we are viewing things through the lens of 2023. Are you trying to stay it, away from spoilery stuff? Eh. <laughs> I you, tried to, but... <laughs> Have you heard uh, any trappings around this movie about uh, how they're handling things? Nope. Okay. I'll stay away from it as well. Kim says, uh, I like the crystal skull, so I'm sure that I will like this new indie movie as well. Yeah. We're going to go mean, see technically, it. Technically it was a new, an Indiana Jones for a new generation, right? 
Crystal Skull? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Like, I mean, uh, the uh, torch distance between Last Crusade and Crystal Skull was such a long time. Yeah. This torch passing aspect of it, though, where they played it for comedy, like with the hat, and then Andy snatches it back, like, whoa, oh, oh yeah, and puts it back cool. on. Uh, that's kind of on, uh, you know, that's on brand for the character, I think, yeah. especially for, uh, uh, for Harrison Ford, who basically said, who's been asked, you know, anybody else, you know, yeah, who can pick it up? And he's nobody. like me, yeah, <laughs> me, I'm Indiana Jones. Uh, Kim says, or all this time, Indy has been in a hospital being nuked in the fridge. Then all the later movies, uh, <laughs> all the later movies were in his head. <laughs> that's or these are all just carbonite dreams. Yeah, really, carbonite fever dreams from uh, from, from sitting a in Jabba's palace. scruffy nerf herder in a galaxy far, far away. I dreamed I had a whip. <laughs> uh, sorry, we were about to talk toys for a second. Yes, we were. All right, sorry. Getting back to the toy thing, um, we've been sort of picking these up as we go along. Now, NECA has got this uh, license for the 1990s uh, Gargoyles. By the way, on Sunday night, that was my pick for uh, for best 90s cartoon. Mm -hmm. uh, love this. And again, same with, with X-Men, except for the last season. <laughs> but here is uh, the ultimate uh, NECA ultimate Lexington uh, figure. Um, Seven this inch scale, one's cool. He's not seven inch. He's scaled to the rest. Yeah, exactly. Properly right? scaled. Yeah, properly. He's also the first uh, gar main gargoyle of the of the uh, uh, the New York clan to come with uh, flexible wings. Mm. He's the first uh, and so far only one to do that. Well, technically, he's the only one that actually has them attached to his arms and legs. Yeah, right? like a like a wingsuit. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So it kind of makes sense that to to maintain some articulation with him. Yeah. Uh, and still give him a credible looking uh, wing look. I hope this actually works. Yeah. Because if this works out, I can see, I don't know, maybe an accessory pack down the road. Customizers will be all over this, uh, you know, redoing the wings for all the other gargoyles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why not? Um, the thing I like about this the most is that even though it's a cartoon based line, they're not making them look super cartoony they're they're instantly recognizable yep. but yet they're pulling them into this and again i've said this before and it's 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 kind of funny when you realize them when i say this kind of realistic mm -hmm. like they're reimagined as if they were it's what the difference between a cartoon and a live action yeah do you know what i mean like this would be my interpretation of a live action version of these characters and right. they are spot on i absolutely love them and you really have to ask the question what the hell disney get off your ass and remake this one <sighs> this this is one that i don't know why it hasn't been retouched like they're starting to do it in the comics yeah but it's due. so wait wait gargoyles is getting a run of comics they are they're currently into a run of comics and marvel uh no idw idw interesting i think but yeah like they're really i think it's maybe issue three or four with all hitting. of the uh, uh and I, I know they're sticking with the films but with the like the little mermaid is just coming out yeah. um with all of these cl animated classics getting the live action treatment why not uh hello just do it shot for shot do the original five episode arc in a movie as a or as a how about a disney plus miniseries yeah that'd work too <laughs> we could spend some of that Maybe we could spend some of that uh, that Marvel money on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just think how cool it would be to see these guys flying through the volume. Oh, yeah, I'd be totally down for that. I would love to see that. Um, 
another gargoyle to add to your collection if you've been collecting these uh lexington uh is up for pre-order now you can either pre-order him directly from uh i believe the NECA store a few canadian retailers i think have already put these up uh so you can look for it online but another one to be added to our collection here yep all right where are we at here now oh speaking with uh of marvel <clears throat> now this one uh i've seen rumors floating around for this i do not understand it like i only read about this last week and i'm like oh well that's an interesting choice yeah but at the same time i don't think it it weighs anything on the show maybe it's just their release schedule uh maybe maybe oh wait going back to the gargoyle thing here eric wants uh saying that they should have bundled him with bronx so um eric if you've not been following these figures they actually have been there there are some complaints and the biggest one is uh the full the larger gargoyles so like goliath mm-hmm. and demona um who have Coldstone. yeah coldstone the large gargoyles are coming with wings that are open um but for a considerable portion of the series they spend it with their Walk wings folded down in the cloak sort of look so with the smaller figures like bronx bronx actually got packed in with uh sorry folded wings for goliath got packed in with bronx so that's how they're handling that um it's not a new thing in the toy world if you can't get all your accessories out with your figure pack them in with another figure that's smaller which makes up the 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 difference difference for the price point so Yeah. yeah bronx was a full price figure but you did get the folded wings for goliath but yes there are all kinds of ways to handle this. I mean, take, uh, I mean, th- three sets of hands and all of the extra accessories. I don't know. Do you need all those? Mm. I-, I like them. Yeah, I like them, but there are but ways for individual arrows for his crossbow. Uh, you take that out of the box. I guarantee those are the first things to go. If you give me a crossbow with an arrow molded to it, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But yeah. So that's just one of those things. Yep. All right, where are we at here now? Oh yeah, so we're ta- we're going Marvel back to Marvel for a second here. Um, so the and it's taken a while. I I thought we would have heard more about this before hmm. now, but apparently because I guess it was supposed to be for 2024, but then they said nope, we're going this year. I uh I don't know if it's in the article that we're quoting here, but I read earlier uh, yesterday or today, um <clears throat> the spinoff uh, series from Hawkeye. Um, um what was it called again? Echo. It is called Echo. Marvel's was, Echo was unreleasable before reshoots yeah i i can't get my head around that did is that an actual quote yeah that's a that's a quote from kevin feige huh yeah so when the head of the studio is saying that i don't know how to take that mm. did you like her character i didn't mind in hawkeye i i liked her I, I like that she's evolving to a point where she's going to cross over to hero so th- this is the problem I've had with the phase five movies, particularly, uh, especially with uh, Black Panther 2, is like the presence of characters that serve no other purpose, only then to, uh, to launch to, them into their own. Right. At least with Echo, she's uh, there's a, a relation to the Kingpin who yeah. is integral to that series. Yeah. So having her there as part of the Kingpin's gang just made sense she's not just there like oh by the way i'm going to get this character is going to get their own series yeah she was there because she was duped into thinking right that it was hawkeye's fault so uh disney plus is going to be dropping uh every episode and it is a 10 episode series i believe 
I do not know for sure. They're going to be dropping them all at once, which is kind of different for Disney that they've been doing their weekly drops, at least yeah. on all the stuff that we like to watch all the Marvel series, all the star Wars. It's been a weekly drop. Not this time. I wonder if there was backlash over like simultaneously dropping, you know, Mandalorian and bad batch. Maybe, uh, it could, maybe, I don't know. I think there's, there's, a uh, also that whole, like, we're so used to the Netflix model of like, here's everything blah, 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 all yeah, at once. And get it when you want it. Sure. Uh, is that better? I don't know. In an episodic, in a, I will say in a, in a cable series, like the stuff that we're talking about, the aforementioned Mandalorian and stuff where it's maybe, you know, eight to 10 episodes. Yeah. Having a smaller season, a cable, a cable length season, that standard 10 episode season. I like the idea of being able to watch it all at once because I feel like I'm getting the whole story because the seasons are short on a 22 to 24 episode season. Uh, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. Now, is this, I hate to say it, but like, you know, she is a deaf native American yep. actress. Yep. Is this because they maybe don't have as much faith in the character? Cause like echo has never been super popular. Oh. that I am aware of in my con like, but I know she's from a different section of the Marvel universe that I don't really read anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's like inclusion and everything's great, but if they're banking the, because of that, it won't yeah. succeed as well. I actually like, thought her Ms. character Marvel was awesome. I, I thought her character landed pretty well, especially in the scenes, uh, the, the emotional scenes about finding out, like, did you know? Yeah. Th that played really well. And even though, you know, she's uh, deaf, uh, I had no trouble understanding uh, what she was trying to communicate. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. So, I mean, I think she could totally carry us. Uh, I think so. Yeah, she could totally. Uh, oh, hang on a second. Getting a, uh, oh, a little tech tip from Eric who says we're having some camera issues. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to have to, I, I know what you're talking about, Eric, and I've uh, tried to mitigate that with a, uh, I'm running a fan underneath the camera presently. So hopefully that is just a, a one-off and that it is, uh, settled down now uh but do let me know if it keeps going uh if it is i'll do some uh, troubleshooting on that mm. as he's uh typing away <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm gonna watch it regardless sure sure it's marvel stuff so <laughs> yeah no i'm in there i'm totally into um and i think because i was invested in in hawkeye and that's the introduction to her that i got I'm I'm more inclined to want to follow up with her to see oh what happens now that she's kind of now that she's taken off on her own pin. yeah <laughs> yeah um uncle's gonna be coming yeah <laughs> no our next one uh, is also a Marvel uh a Marvel related um headline mm -hmm. now this one i'm almost embarrassed to to cite the source on this one because it is uh this is widely considered to be the cesspool of the internet <laughs> speaking of uh pools we are talking about uh deadpool deadpool 3 there is a, a supposed deadpool 3 leak now i don't i'm not going to tell you the source <laughs> because <laughs> it's not it's not credible you may or may not have read it that being said um there have been times where some leaks from this site have been sort of prophetically true mm. 
other times not so much yeah um but it's a cesspool of like of the <laughs> you mean logan too <laughs> no 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 i do not think we are getting the logan version of wolverine in this movie not one bit no you're gonna not get, uh, one bit adamantium fueled killing machine that being said i am gonna tell you what this rumored leak is but before we get to that you have to we have to revisit deadpool uh deadpool 2 particularly the post credit the, uh, uh, time travel yeah the time travel shenanigans because in that movie, uh, Deadpool uses his uh, time travel machine to Borrowed go back. from Cable. Right, that he goes off to do a bunch of... I'm going to go fix some stuff. Yeah, uh, like Ooh. murdering his real-world self and also the uh, his other... Uh, the the, the 20th up century mouth. Fox yeah, version the, the from Origins. Stupid version. <laughs> <laughs> Never read a book version of him. The point of that is that time travel in Deadpool 2 is not consistent with time travel uh, in the MCU proper. And that creates not only a problem, but it creates an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So, um, when was this here? Hang on a second here. Just got to read this for a second. Right. So uh, in order for Deadpool to reconcile with the time travel rules laid out in the MCU, we have to really we have to get our uh, head around the idea that the i uh, that Deadpool did not actually time travel in the conventional sense. He time traveled in the MCU sense, and that created a new thread, new branches, yeah, a new branch to be a new with. branch timeline, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And now, considering how much havoc he wreaked, yeah. how many branches did he make? Right, and how many of those? Uh, we, we've all we all saw Loki. Uh, and we all saw how diligently they were pruning uh, timelines to keep them from being uncontrollable. Yeah, it's absolutely. If anybody's going to do something crazy like that, <laughs> this is the character that you would yeah. do it with. So uh, the leak says that uh, Deadpool. Oh, by the way, I'm going to read this leak. So if you don't want to know it, look away. Uh, Deadpool is arrested by the TVA for time travel as a penalty. He's given a job. To eliminate a rogue timeline, timeline where Magneto, rumored uh, to be played by Ian McKellen, has taken over the world and subjugated humanity in the House of M style. Now, Owen Wilson gives Deadpool a handler to keep him out of trouble, and Deadpool teams up with the Wolverine of this world, where Xavier and the Fox X-Men have joined Magneto and basically kill everyone. <laughs> There are other MCU characters, but very brief mentions, mostly like how Magneto, uh, Magneto's X-Men killed all of the Avengers. Uh, Magneto can control the metal in Thor's hammer and has it, but it's mostly its own thing. And from there, Deadpool and Wolverine kill everyone. Now, they did do series like this in the comics where like the Punisher kills the Marvel Universe or oh, yeah, Deadpool yeah, 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 kills yeah. the Marvel Universe. And they're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric says Loki 2 just got announced. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, it's, it got announced at the end of Loki. Yeah, for sure. One. We knew that season two was happening. Yeah. Whether or not any filming is. I do not know about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where we're at with that. Plus, we've already had some stingers uh, in uh, phase four, or sorry, in the phase five. Uh, if you've seen any of the phase five films, we got a little stinger for what's happening with uh, Owen Wilson's uh, TVA character. So 
Yes, Mobius. we are getting. Yeah, Mobius we, is going to be back. I. What do you think of this rumor? Uh, at this point, it's fan fiction, but it could be good. Because, <laughs> uh, like, there again, is some great fan fiction out there. I, I don't so, see why this wouldn't work. Not to dive in too hard on the fan fiction, but let's be real. Every, I don't want to say every, but the people, by and large, who are making the movies that we love today they're our age and they are fans. Yeah. So there's, so I mean, the source material, this is fan fiction of the highest order. You know what I mean? <laughs> if any of this plays out and by the way, this actually dovetails with an earlier rumor, uh, that sort of lines up with this about, uh, Deadpool and Wolverine basically, um, yeah. wreaking havoc on, uh, on the MCU. So, um, fun stuff for sure i i think i'm looking forward to yeah. this one eric says i think they're in uh, pre-pro pre-pro pre-production there we go i see what you're saying you're talking about that thing that just happened right now that flicker i saw the flicker uh <laughs> fan of power fan fiction episode two <laughs> possibly eric possibly Okay, um, I don't know if this next one is uh, good news or bad news. Well, it's kind of a sad news thing if you didn't get a chance to do it. I didn't get a chance. Um, and at the at the uh, price point, I don't know if I would have. I would not have, no. Um, because for the kind of money we're talking, I could have a much better, uh, uh, sunnier vacation. That being said, we are talking about... Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is about to shut down, uh, having been opened just under two years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Uh, this was supposed to be a flagship uh, hotel experience uh, as an extension of Galaxy's Edge theme park where you could go on an immersive uh, Star Wars trip. Uh, without ever having to leave uh, the hotel, essentially, your all your windows were uh, screens to uh, uh, simulate uh, the uh, space travel, hmm. and it was a completely immersive in-universe uh, story uh, that is apparently uh, was an in-universe story. Hmm. Do you know anybody who's ever gone? I do not. I do not either. But judging by that photo, it looks more like a stay at Narkina Five. It, <laughs> it kind of does doesn't it a little bit the way that the bunks are cut out yeah yeah any of you guys out there if you've been to uh galaxy's edge the theme park uh or you have been on the galactic star cruiser the halcyon star cruiser or you know somebody we'd love to uh to hear about it share your experience with us you can uh, hit us up in the comments or send us an email over at uh, fandompower3 at gmail.com mm. now I want to go to Galaxy's Edge. Yes. I absolutely want to go to Galaxy's Edge. You get to go fly the Falcon. In a perfect world, I'd have gone to Galaxy's Edge and I would have stayed in the Star Cruiser for the, the three or five days or whatever it is yeah. and then had my park experience. I, I mean, did you read what's going on right now? No. So they were offering a 30% off uh, thing uh, with the announcement that it was closing. While they've just they've pulled the 30% off. Uh -oh. And so the final bookings are, are full price bookings, but it's been sold out. Uh -oh. So people so want to go. Does that mean now they're going to maybe shift gears and not close it down? I don't think so. I, I don't interest. So. so 
I've got some numbers now this I've seen a couple different numbers. We, we have one figure that says at about approximately 1200 us dollars per person. I've read another figure that says roughly 6,000 us dollars per family of four. Well, 1200 by four doesn't be totally equal. doesn't come up to 6,000. So I, I don't know where the discrepancy is, but facts. Tw- maybe maybe i don't know the batshit crazy florida tax i don't know maybe um 1200 bucks per person for uh what is it a three-day experience i think it's a three-day thing uh how long how long is how long i should have looked this up before is the galactic star cruiser experience oh it's telling me how far away it is <laughs> <laughs> oh uh so galactic star cruiser voyages are two nights each a two-night itinerary uh especially designed with immersive activities and unique experiences wow so 1200 bucks for two nights 600 bucks a night <laughs> how do you feel about that Ooh. is that something you'd ever want to do i don't know it says you get to interact with characters from the saga but like who do you get to interact with you get to do that whether is it just like you know disney park players in costume well, or is it like but that's, legitimate people but of course it is and i mean that's even when you're at galaxy's edge in uh um a black spire outpost yeah it's the same experience now they are park employees but that's their job is to be in character all the time because wouldn't that be a trip if you go in there and like you have a chance to meet mark hamill yeah, that's not happening. I know. Well, you know that Galaxy's Edge is set in the uh, sequel era. Yeah. So, he's- so I mean, Kylo Ren is walking around. Although apparently they've been doing more, uh, more OG trilogy stuff as of late. Hmm. I'm kind of wondering if they're getting set up to maybe uh, life cycle the park and change eras and maybe give it a refresh. It's hard to say, hmm. um, especially with new uh, sequel era uh, films on the yeah. horizon. More Mandalorians Which, running around. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yep. Yeah. 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 So the Galactic Star Cruiser. Down with the ship. Oh, by the way, uh, talking about numbers, uh, the, the attraction itself cost roughly $350 million uh, to make. And according to uh, Josh Adarmo, who is the uh, uh, head of Disney Parks, uh, looks like they are set to write off nearly 300 million uh, over the closure. So they didn't make a ton of money. They... Yeah, but they still could. You auction off like the bed frames and stuff from here. Star Wars collectors are going to buy them. Do you think Disney would do that? Probably not. I don't think they would either. Just like the industry in the Narcina 5, they're wasteful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see anybody. I can't see the park. I'm sure maybe some employee out there, you know, I'm just going to take this pillow or, or like gonna... the new Republic where they're like, yeah, just scrap it. Yeah. <laughs> no, recycle it, sell it, auction it off. So Disney is like the, uh, is the new, uh, the, the, new, the Republic. new Republic. They're just going to scrap it. <laughs> yeah. Scrap it. Start over. Oh man. That's awful. All right. Well, let's see. Let's move on here. Oh, uh, who was it all the way back here? Somebody on Facebook, Facebook user wanted to talk about, uh, the new creator, uh, trailer. Do we want to skip over that? Uh, do we want to go over what? No. Oh, wait, I did. I skipped a point. I skipped a point. I'm so sorry. I mean, he's got a little part. We're not getting back to, no, no, no. We'll keep it in order. All right. This one, 
This is yours, isn't it? Uh, no. That oh, did I? I sent this one over as well. This one. I did not know. Oh, right. This. That's right. Because I had to write down uh, that the pronunciation. That's right. So it's Venom, like uh, new Mordo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't say Mordo. Don't say the guy from uh, uh, the, the Firefly movie, mm. Serenity. Ah. Yeah, he was in that too. That's like probably the first thing I remember seeing him in. Hmm. Uh, Venom Three has just added uh, actor uh, um, Chiwetel Ejiofor. I think I said that right. I think so. Chiwetel Ejiofor has just joined the cast of Venom, making him one of the rare uh, people to appear in both a uh, Sony-verse, Sony-verse and, and the MCU. Uh, it is rumored that we don't know anything about his character, but it's presumed that it will not be a version of Mordo. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. You're kind of weird, but um who's the who's the who's the black guy at uh, the daily bugle oh robbie robertson you think mm. i don't know maybe maybe is he is he based on jonah's age though i don't think he's old enough to play the role and that's going with the jk simmons jonah yeah because yeah, he's like you know getting up there in his 60s early or late 60s i guess it is because he's moved on from newspaper to right, right, right. Webcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hack website. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Threats and menaces. So yeah, um, where are we going here? Uh, da, 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 da. And he's just the third known cast member of Venom Three so far. Uh, Tom Hardy obviously coming back as Eddie Brock. Um, and uh, Ted Lasso star Juno Temple is set to star in the film, but like uh, um, Igio 4, we don't know who she is going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here? Uh, da, 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 da. In addition to starring in the film, Hardy is also taking on a major role in bringing Venom 3 to life behind the camera. He's come up with the film's story alongside writer Kelly Marcel, who will also be acting as the director this time around. As long as he's read some books, I'm okay with that. Hardy and Marcel are both producers on Venom 3, along with Avi Arad, Amy Pascal, Matt Tolmack, and Hutch Parker. I think that's going to be... Uh, I think it'll be okay. Is Hardy a writer, though? Like, Has he done a lot of writing for film? I don't know, for sure. Especially for films that he's actually starred in? I don't know. I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in, so... Yeah, the first two were okay. If you liked, I, I said about Venom too, if you liked the first Venom, then you would like the second one. If you didn't like the first one, then you wouldn't like the second one. I'm hoping now that with the, I mean, I think it's fairly safe to say that there is a, a lock on the connection between Venom and the MCU mm. that we get a little bit closer, a little more closer to Spider-Man. Um, I felt like that was the thing that was missing the most was the, iconic uh spider emblem from venom yeah um if we can get that right i'm in yeah uh and especially with the uh that uh post-credit scene with he's like oh that guy yeah and the collective memory thing with all the symbiotes and then all of a sudden makes, he just yanked back to the sony version yeah yeah it makes sense that uh, uh and i said this before that there's a there's a, every possibility that this uh this venom symbiote is potentially the same symbiote from uh, Spidey 3. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay, he has got only four writing credits to his IMDb. Including this? Including Venom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what are the other ones? Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, okay. Uh, 
TV show called Taboo. Yep. And a short called Get a Grip. All right. Well, there you go. Tom Hardy taking a kick at the, taking a kick at the right. Yeah. All right. Now. Going I back wanna, to earlier. Yeah. I was getting excited about this. Uh, so uh, anonymous Facebook user, you wanted to talk about uh, the creator. Oh, I didn't even know that this was a thing until earlier last week when I saw, uh, I saw an article on it and I immediately went and searched the trailer and watched it you know, two or three times in a row yeah. because I just thought it was freaking amazing. Um, the, uh, the creator, the plot summary for the movie is amid a future war between the human race and the forces of artificial intelligence, Joshua, a hardened ex ex special forces agent, grieving the disappearance of his wife is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and mankind itself. Um, if you have not seen the trailer yet, go watch, go watch it, come back and continue watching this. But I am pretty certain the weapon is that kid. Probably. Um, and then we get this whole, like, I can't kill a kid. And the next thing, you know, our protagonist is now the, per, the protector of this kid. This thing, uh, when I watched it, I said to Kim, uh, earlier that this movie looks like it could have been done by it, it looks very much in the style of uh neil blomkamp mm. um our uh, uh chappy elysium yes. and uh, district nine i get that kind of vibe from it but this is uh from gareth edwards this is your uh original uh, uh director of uh rogue one mm -hmm. This looks amazing yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what else to say about this other than it looks amazing now you can write it off as oh we've seen this movie already and it was called terminator yeah but no uh this looks completely different um like they say in the trailer you know we created the ai to save us yeah and yeah, then yeah. it turned on us well and that's the, the the opening line is everything changed when the ai dropped a nuke on what los angeles or something yeah. and then you you see it go off and i'm like judgment day basically <laughs> yeah this looks so good uh did i get a release date for this yeah this is coming out earlier uh, later this september year september 29th. 29th um again i can't i can't say enough about this i am uh i am very excited for this uh it wasn't on my radar but it, no. it totally is now and the effects of the trailer are pretty damn cool yeah they look really good we got another slide here showing a couple more oh did uh, we get okay great great a couple more excerpts ah yeah 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 and, like we see a grown-up version of the ai robot so this is, that is uh oh my gosh uh japanese actor uh godzilla the last samurai yeah. um um oh my gosh i can't think of his name uh oh let them fight uh yes yeah him. i know the guy you're talking about yeah 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 he was the 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 the, the daimyo in yeah. the last samurai a fantastic actor too yeah um man i can't think of his name <laughs> oh, i feel awful that's okay uh eric wants to say i hope they tie uh, the venom drop from the stinger into the secret wars uh show hmm. yeah 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 like the uh the neck joint there being like almost a see-through uh it's, totally it's yeah, kind of yeah. like somebody has 
pasted a uh, like a human skin over an ultra over a, a, a robot. Like this yeah. is why I say like a very Terminator vibe ish. Yes. Um, and I get the impression that there there are different levels of of AI within the movie. We do see one scene uh, where there's like uh, Ken Watanabe. That's his name. Yeah, thank you, Ken Watanabe. There's a scene in the trailer where a bunch of uh, AI androids are in like it Almost looks like, like a trash like a, combat. like a crusher thing, yeah. and they're like eh, they're alive. Uh, or they are functioning as this thing is rolling them in like and you see this one like reaching like no so again this whole and ai is huge right now like we are on like this threshold of like ai is about to take off in a in a big way in in the pandora's box sense that yeah you can't you can't put it back in kind of way once it's out it's out uh and so this movie uh, seems so topical to be coming out this year with all the things that are happening with ai so yeah uh, Terminator, but not the creator. I can't wait for it. All right. Now, um, <laughs> Stephen King moving back. What? Oh yeah. Stephen moving King. on to Stephen King. He's out there again. Stephen King, uh, apparently, uh, lucky enough to have, uh, been given an early screening of he's not the only the flash. one. This no, is crazy he's not. to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like Tom Cruise is in this list as well. Like when oh, you know people though. Yeah. When it's all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen King uh, uh, tweeted, I got an advanced screening of The Flash today. As a rule, I don't care a lot for superhero movies, but this one is special. It's heartfelt, funny, and eye-popping. I loved it. There you go. The honest uh, honest review from uh, Stephen King. Yeah. Now, uh, there were some responses to that tweet. Uh, a fan had actually wanted to know if that was true. And uh, James, James Gunn, Gunn uh, piped on in. and says, uh, hell, yes, it is. So, yeah, that is, in fact, uh, a real tweet. That's not a that's not him being paid. It's or not a paid advertisement for the movie. That is him actually getting an advanced copy. <laughs> uh, uh, have you been keeping up with all the international trailers and TV spots? I just saw another one that was released, I guess, seven hours ago. It's like Korean or something. Yes. Yeah, I saw the same one. Yeah. Looks great. Like, oh, my God. Looks great. So good looks uh fantabulous it's um, gonna look even better <laughs> yeah so i saw this uh earlier today uh we just got the uh i i presume this is the sheet that's going to go up at the theater yeah. uh if you are lucky enough to see this uh it is coming in imax and that is a look at your imax poster for uh the flash flying at you at the speed of well speed i guess i, I i'd say that the flash is actually going slow uh, to let the Batwing keep up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't outshine the old guy on his big return. That's true. That's true. Although the Batwing doesn't survive. No, it doesn't. But that's not his fault. <laughs> no, it's not. That's General Zod's fault. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, do, what are we doing here? Let me do this. Uh, let me just uh, intervene here for a second. There we go. Um. Here's one that caught me off guard. Uh, I sent this over and this is, this is a bit of a head scratcher for me because do we really need it in? Yeah. And I never, I never envisioned that they would try. I don't want to say shoehorn, but I don't know if there's another way uh, to convey that because it does feel kind of shoehorned um, with the resurgence that the karate kid has been enjoying with, with uh, Cobra, Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai and all of the actors uh, have been saying that 
this is not the end. Like Cobra Kai is about to drop its final season. season. Yeah. But they said that there are more stories to be told in what they are calling the Miyagi verse. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one came up the other day and it caught me off guard. Like what? Yeah. Um, Jackie Chan may be reprising his role as Mr. Han from the 2010. Uh, well, I know what they call it the karate kid, but it should have been the, the Kung Fu kid. Yeah. What surprises me is that they, they're very specific reprise and it's going to be set in the Miyagi verse, which is kind of weird. So that brings Jackie's character full circle into the LaRusso, uh, uh, Cobra Kai thing. Um, could he be the, the, the mentor character? Could he be that Miyagi? I mean, that's, that's his role within his film. He is yeah. the Miyagi style character. Could he be the next generation of, I mean, he can't be part of Miyagi though. He's a Kung Fu fighter, not a karate. And he's already established in yeah. Cobra Kai as Jackie Chan, an actor well, within that universe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Red says, uh, Red talking about uh, life imitating art. Life imitating art, imitating art. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I, as far as the movie goes, it was fine, but I don't think I need a sequel. I don't think I need a sequel to this. Uh, Give me more Jackie Chan. uh, Absolutely. Uh, I'm just curious to know how they're going to handle folding in Mr. Han into the Miyagi verse. That, that to me is like, uh, huh? Yeah. How are you going to do that? Give me another one where it's like legend of drunken master 20 years later, <laughs> or I guess now 40 years later, whatever it is. Re rumble in the Bronx. There you go. <laughs> More Jackie Chan, less Jaden Smith. Uh, th- there actually is a line, uh, the article yeah, there, that no uh, confirmation yeah. that he would be coming back for it, but, um, maybe, I maybe think not. I, I think I agree with, uh, reds uh, comment on that. I, I don't need to see Jaden Smith in anything. Yeah. I, I'm not, not that anything against him. It's just like, oh, I'm, I don't know. Maybe do they, do you get one with the other? Like, well, not necessarily. Cause like in, even in the karate kid, right. He eventually took on a new student talking about this uh, last season of Cobra Kai and they're on their way over to what, uh, Japan to fight in some bigger world tournament. Right. Right. Yeah. Or did they do that? They did that in the last season. I uh, know they had to win. Entry they're on the, yeah, they had to win entry. Is that the entry point? to have other students from other styles that and maybe very you know what I mean? There's yeah. a doorway, That's a right? Perfect entry point. There's a doorway. Like, okay. It. Here from Miyagi Do is this guy and here from Hondo. Yeah. 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 Or the, you know, like it's a Kumite style yeah. UFC, anything goes all styles. Yeah. Okay. And it'd be a perfect way to bring in John claude Van Damme. Why didn't I put that in this week's show? I don't know. Okay, uh, let's pause. I just blood pause. Again, so. Pause. I don't have uh I don't have any notes on this, but I'm just going to I'm going to take us out here for a second. Uh-oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme. JCVD fans rejoice, especially if you are a Mortal Kombat fan. Yes, so, did you see this? I should have put a should have put a, took a, him a how long. It's no surprise and no secret that the character Johnny Cage all the way back in the original Mortal Kombat is patterned after JCVD. Yeah. Specifically his look in Bloodsport with the the long shorts and the sash. Yep. In the upcoming Mortal Kombat 1, Jean-Claude Van Damme will be a playable skin. Ooh. 
within the game. So full circle moment, JCVD is coming home to Mortal Kombat as himself. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. If you're just tuning in right now, uh, we're talking uh, random uh, fandom this week. We've been covering some uh, some headlines here from uh, the world of cinema, uh, ugly toys, <laughs> and crazy uh, AI-based movies that we're not sure uh, are going to be uh, part of Pandora's box or not. But, How close uh, to reality are we yet? Yeah, absolutely. If you guys got an entertainment uh, or a pop culture uh, uh, thing going on in your world that you want to talk about, hit us up in the comments, or you can, as always, uh, where is it here? It's, uh, oh, I had it right the first time. Yep, you, can. you can hit the custom WhatsApp link. It's in the video description of uh, this video on all the platforms. You can call in and you can have your say on uh, what's going on in your world before we move yeah. on to the next one. Red's got one. Oh, wait, here we got a comment. We've got uh, Red says, I'm thinking every bad Kung Fu movie that could cross over here. Blood sports, sidekicks, both karate kids, three ninjas. Blood sports awesome. <laughs> wait, bad? Bad. Oh, the oh. phone is ringing. Oh, we got our first call tonight. Hang on a second. Hello, you're live on Fandom Power. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Two times in a row, it worked. Friend of the show, Eric yeah, Swenson, heard... what's going on, sir? Hey, 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 same old same. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you, you guys just started talking about, uh, like, this last season of Cobra Kai. Yeah. And if we cro we're starting to cross things over, like, immediately what jumped into my brains was sidekicks. With oh, the wow. uh, the Chuck that. Norris Kung Fu. Chuck and Norris, sure, sure. story. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the... right, yeah. That was my favorite one, where the kid dreams that he's Chuck Norris's best friend so hard <laughs> that he actually gets good at kung fu. It's great. So maybe we can maybe we can go to some other weird like movies like Jim Cotta <laughs> with uh, or American Ninja. We'll get we'll, we'll dust off Michael Dudikoff and bring him back out too. That's a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> or do we go back and bring in like uh, the rest of the people from Kickboxer? Oh, all of the guys from the Kumite. Yeah, work. Um, which uh, guy was from what? Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah. Same. Well, that was same in actor. Bloodsport. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ogre was in. Ogre, yeah. With Bolo Young. <laughs> Simon Sonic Boomerberry. Uh, good evening from the UK, uh, and hello from Canada. Back to you, sir. Thank you for hanging out with us. He's got a suggestion too. Absolutely. Uh, the, the last, last dragon. dragon. Oh, so good. Go. So good. Well, kickboxer was the other van damme one where they get all wrapped up and then glue their fists and like go oh right in the broken, broken glass, glass. <laughs> <laughs> when they nice. spoofed for hot shots too i think it was yeah, that's where he goes shots. through the candy trays Heart do. <laughs> yeah really <laughs> get charlie sheen in there why not man the all of the bad martial arts movies that you absolutely loved yeah and we could have a we could have you a love them because they're bad. We could have a kumite <laughs> of like martial arts stars. Yeah. <laughs> we could have our own UFC. You could even bring in the RZA. Have I him think... reprise his role from Man with the Iron Fist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Batista survives. I like that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah. So that's kind of what's happening here. Uh, just let me throw that back up there. We were talking about uh, Jackie, Chan. Jackie Chan joining the. Man, the uh, ongoing Karate Kid franchise reprising his yeah. role as Mr. Han, uh, but potentially in a Miyagi-verse film project. Now, so, I'm, so since uh, he is Han, yeah. could they then tie it to the Fast and Furious franchise? Because Han keeps living. Oh, dear. 
<laughs> like they're related somehow, right? It's Simon great. says American Ninja. Talking about exactly, American Ninja. Michael Dudikov. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Right on. Oh, it's great. Anything else going on in your world this week, Eric? Entertainment wise, what's happening? Uh, uh yeah, two things here. Uh, first up, uh, the machine is coming out yes. this weekend. Uh, yeah, Bert Kreischer's movie based on the the famous viral comedy routine. He's the mother <laughs> machine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's out. Uh, that's out this weekend because I, th- I think it's Memorial Day in the states. That's right. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's with uh, so that's watched, out this weekend. Uh, uh, Mark watched the Letter Kenny May two four special. They do uh, remind <laughs> you that. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because they have an American friend come up and they're like, "Yeah, we do Memorial Day." Interesting. Uh, we've got Mark Hamill playing uh, Bert Kreischer's father. That is going to be oh, that's going to be uh, crazy, hilarious. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of press going out this week. Uh, yeah, the machine this week. Uh, what else is this weekend? I guess uh, Little Mermaid is Little this Mermaid on too, the twenty sixth. So. Yeah, that one's also getting some interesting yeah. reviews. Uh, just I, I don't have any notes or slides for it, but what I saw today basically said that it doesn't do anything that the original didn't already do. It's not bad, but it's not any better. Hmm. So yeah. it kind of fits yeah, right it's in. Another with- soulless money grab. <laughs> <laughs> House of Mouse, keep it rolling. It's it's fitting right in with all of the live action adaptations uh, that have come out so far. <laughs> Man, yeah. What else you got? Nothing to be impressed by. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing is, uh, I guess it's just my my now monthly push for everyone to pay for a single month of Apple TV Plus to get all the good stuff. Oh, really? What's uh, happening over I on watched, Apple TV Plus? Uh, they pushed out. Uh, th- I think it's been out for a month or so now, but I finally yeah, got around sure. watching it. The, uh, the the Tetris docudrama. Oh yes, I did see the Tetris thing. I've seen the trailer it, for it. it looks it's great. So good, like so so good. It, it's 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 definitely like a docudrama. They're they're obviously zhuzhing it up. Are but they, it gives me very much. Are they not like, poking fun? fun? Uh, is there not like an element of humor in this? Where they're kind of oh yeah, it's at a it. very funny movie. It's, feel... it's, it's it's a docudramedy, maybe <laughs> in the vein <laughs> of uh, of the new uh, the BlackBerry uh, uh, thing that's coming out here with um, yeah with Jay yeah, Baruchel, yeah. yeah, 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 something like that. Which I also want to see, actually. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see that. I mean, does anybody care about uh, you know a, a, a defunct Canadian tech company anymore? I don't know. Some people will. <laughs> I don't know. I only Listen, owned like four of them. There's tech collectors. Yeah. F- yeah. Yeah. The phone that I have right now is the first phone that I've ever had that wasn't a Blackberry. That so, wasn't a Blackberry. Oh. Yeah. Uh, until I got this one like three years ago, every other phone I'd ever had was Did Blackberry. You... And I miss my Blackberry because I got big thumbs and I need buttons. I, I don't know about you. I knew it existed. I actually contemplated this at one time. Were you one of the consumers that went in? when blackberry switched over to the android operating system they made like an android phone Mm. did you try that one no the last the last blackberry i had was the last blackberry to run before that one to run on its own stuff right (sighs) cool and all these uh, instant messaging services you know i think kind of need to tip their hat over to blackberry to remind remember that uh, they were the first ones to do it absolutely oh simon says uh does it have like eddie the eagle vibes uh on the tetris uh film hmm. eddie the uh, eagle, that's a good one yeah sort of yeah 
Um, it's 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 very much <sighs> Eddie the Eagle's not too bad. Um, somewhere between that and like heavy metal and the wizard <laughs> or, and not, sorry not not heavy metal i was sorry, gonna say whoa we just went really far off there <laughs> not not heavy metal i'm talking about um oh, what's the one if the dog goes up to 11 oh uh uh spinal sorry. tap yeah, spinal tap this is spinal there tap. we go yeah there we go yeah, yeah. Okay. it's very okay. much very much in the sort of no that narrows it very much poking <laughs> fun Chords? We don't yeah, play. Sorry, I, I went way out to left field there. We we don't play chords. See that string? We play that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's great, and it's 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 like really high quality. Yeah, that's good stuff. Nice. Well, we got a few more points to get through, Eric. If you uh, if you are, have anything else you want to talk about, uh, no, now's your time before it. we move on and uh that was really it just uh pay for a month of apple tv watch all of ted lasso and tetris and that's right, it for right, me. right. Mm. well thanks as always uh for the call we always appreciate hearing from uh fans from the show uh again we can't cover all of the week's entertainment in uh in the short time that we get together so there's still time if you want to if you want to be on the show and uh, have your say you can still uh, hit us up with the, uh, the WhatsApp link. We still got a couple more points we want to get through. So uh, we'll be at this probably another 20, 15 minutes or so. Yeah, at least that. We've got time. We don't have to go anywhere. We're here as long as you guys are here. That's right. All right, Eric. Always appreciate the call. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers, Thank boys. You so. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Second so successful call. It worked. And it's been Eric both times. <laughs> That's okay, though. We thank you for that, though. I mean, it wouldn't be the same without it. So... Yes, thank you so much for doing that. Um, yeah, Karate Kid, isn't that something else? Now, this next one, this is definitely this is a this is a me point. This is a you thing because uh, I, I never would have I never would have picked up on this. Yeah, I, I haven't played the games yet, but uh, my kids have. What? Okay, what are they? Uh, my kids love. Uh, at least my daughter loves this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's getting uh, is this getting uh, the live action movie treatment? And okay. it's coming out October 27th. It's starring Matthew Lillard and Josh oh. Hutcherson. Matthew and Lillard. Yeah, basically he gets roped into being the janitor yeah. at this defunct Freddy Fazbear's pizza joint. Okay, okay. And, you know, everything comes to life and tries to kill him. I f- Is this still, is Five Nights at Freddy's still relevant in 2023? Now, my youngest son was a Five Nights at Freddy's nut like four years ago I was it I still so. they're, they're still expanding on it okay yeah okay i mean it's not my thing so i don't know i just wanted to know like is this still relevant in uh in 2023 i think so eric says uh i hate the games but the lore is great and i can't wait to see it interesting uh same company that made megan question mark i don't know for sure i don't know that's a good question do we have a studio? Um, I don't know. Andy's going to look that up. Yeah, I'm Googling. I'm just going to sit here and uh, no, I'm not going to look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, like I said, my kids, uh, my youngest kid was uh, Five Nights at Freddy's uh, nuts. He loved everything about it. I didn't understand it. Maybe it's because I'm, you know, get off my lawn, old man-ish now. But I believe it is the same as uh, Megan. It is. It's from Blumhouse. Oh, Blumhouse. Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, Bloomhouse uh, making crazy yeah. horror stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer um, looks really good. It's just the teaser trailer so far, but uh, 
I'm game to go watch this. I have not seen it. Should I watch it? Um, I'll maybe, give it. A, I'll give it a chance. Maybe I'll give it a chance. Uh, um, there's actually one on. Uh, What's it on? Is it on Netflix or Prime? I can't remember, but it's called sure, sure. Uh, Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. And basically same goddamn premise. Right, Dude gets right, tricked right, into right. being a janitor at this Willie's Wonderland. Oh, sure, sure. And all the animatronics come to life and try and kill him. <laughs> but it stars Nicolas Cage. Oh. And so far into the movie, <laughs> I haven't finished it yet. But I'm about halfway through. Nicolas Cage doesn't say a word. Okay. He just nods. He's got his glasses on, nods. He's like this unspeaking cool character sure sure and to pay for the repairs on his car because somebody let out a spike cage a cool yeah. character yeah never could imagine that no. <laughs> and you know he takes his breaks every 15 minutes pounds his little soda sure and, sure uh, then goes back and ends up fighting another animatronic right 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 man uh five nights at freddy's i, I will watch the trailer uh and i will make a, a decision uh, about it then oh simon says because it's Bloomhouse. I'd watch it. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, good. They're, they're gaining a great reputation. That's good. Um, you'd mentioned Netflix, and this is another one that came out uh, yesterday, today, that I did not have time to put something together. Did you catch the uh, the, the, the thing from Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger has appeared in a, uh, now it's on the Netflix uh, official YouTube channel, but Arnold Schwarzenegger is now, tongue in cheek, the chief action officer for Netflix. Oh. Nobody knows action like I do. That's right. <laughs> so basically it was a big ad uh, for Schwarzenegger talking about, um, you know, the, the action content that is coming to, to Netflix. He made specific uh, mentions to like extraction Two, hmm. the, the Hemsworth sequel, which I am super excited to see and a bunch of other stuff, including the first TV show that he is going to star in. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, uh Fubar. I think so. Fubar, I think is what it's called. Okay. Mm, not really sure. Not really sure. Oh, Eric's got a suggestion. Eric says, I think you boys should do trailer reactions. <laughs> I you don't know, know. If we were doing trailer reactions to the flash, it's supposed to that's going. <laughs> We'd be copyright struck in seconds because we wouldn't yeah, be talking wouldn't be enough. Saying anything. <laughs> be like, oh my God. <laughs> I wouldn't be saying enough. I'd be too like awestruck. <gasps> oh my God. Look at that. <laughs> Next thing you know, our channel shut down. Simon at Red, great idea. Trailer reactions would be cool. Well, that's two. Can we just oh. play the trailer silently and say, hey, go watch with us? Seriously. <laughs> we could do that. We could play the trailer maybe without. Well, because we tried to uh, play that one Foo Fighters song and it didn't go through. What's funny, and this is a little behind. Here's a behind the curtain uh, moment uh, from back when we started. Now, this is like, what, uh, two, two, uh, just over two years ago. Yeah. We try. <laughs> we did a screen share with an episode of Clone Wars. I think it was, was Clo it Clone, Wars? Clone Wars, or was it the first season of The Mandalorian? Oh, it was Star Wars something. <laughs> we, we broadcast it to our Facebook, and it was shut down in like seconds. Yep, <laughs> your stream is over. Around. We said, "Okay, don't make that mistake again." Yep. <laughs> the motion carries. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got a firster. We got a seconder. Oh. Who gets we got to vote on that? Well, do we? We'll consider it. I would I would totally consider it. We will take it under. I don't know if I have the do I have enough to go like I, I mean I've watched some pretty good uh trailer reactions. Like yeah. uh, Kevin Smith has done some pretty animated ones where he doesn't he doesn't show what's going on. You just hear it in the background. He's yeah, watching it. That's what I'm thinking. 
Because we maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, we will take it under advisement, and we will we will definitely talk about it a little further. Mm. <sighs> All right. So five nights at Freddy's. Now, is it time to move on to? The, we got our last point of the night. Yeah, before not? we wrap it up here, we're coming up on what an hour, almost oh. an hour and a half. Red says little five minute little shorties. five minute shorties for XP. <laughs> Everybody needs XP. Yeah. Uh, our last point is, is uh, specifically for our Canadian audience. Uh, this is a regular spot that, uh, Andy, you've taken to uh, putting together. And I think these are great. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, what do you got for us? Well, this week we've got uh, coming to the Dollarama toy hunt. Uh, figures, they're called blow-ups. And there's been a sort of one cited. Including That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> All four members of KISS and Ozzy Osbourne. Really? They're like little... Uh, they look like the little punchy guys. Yes, exactly. They're yeah. weighted, they're, so they're, you know, they stand up proper. Uh, $5 at Dollarama, and regular retail, $20. So, I don't recall ever seeing these anywhere I before. I have actually seen these a lot at GameStop recently on the $5 Fridays. Oh, really? Okay. They've been, they've been sitting there for quite a while. Oh, you know, maybe I have seen them over there. But have they been? They've been around for a while then. They have been, yeah. All right. And as always, and uh, one, uh, a whole. It's not exactly stack. a toy, but for fans of the comics. Well, it's adjacent to everything. That it we is. Do. It yeah. really is. Uh, assorted Marvel and DC graphic novels, and they're retailing at Dollarama for between four and five dollars. Yep. And you could find literal gold here, because they regularly retail from anywhere between sixteen ninety nine and eighty five ninety nine. As somebody who uh, has bought enough uh, graphic novels from, say, chapters, yeah, I can I can get behind this. If you're looking for something to read, yeah, you get uh, a whole arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong for the price. Eric says the Dollarama graphic novels are a hit or miss, but when they hit, it hits good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that whole run uh, run of uh, Star Trek. Yeah, uh, the hardcover uh, most, Star Trek series. I think we got most of them. I just saw the 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 omnibus edition of the classic voyages uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I I nearly grabbed it, but I'm like, no, I just no, I can't. It's another rabbit hole that I don't need to go down. <laughs> <sighs> so there you go. That's our uh, toy hunting at Dollarama moment. Brought to you by Andy and Phantom Power. <laughs> you guys are out there and you're uh if you see something uh andy want to this is a good time uh to uh push your facebook group yeah there is a facebook group it's called toy hunting at dollarama and literally somebody's always out every week finding new stuff so now granted i mean the mo the majority of the posts come from you so it covers the 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 half a dozen uh dollaramas that are relatively local to us yeah but but we the do more have members. Out, yeah. The more people that join, east. the more people that post uh, their finds from, from their home cities and their provinces, the the more connected that will all be. And isn't that what we're trying to do? Yeah. Build, build that community. Build some community. It's like everybody needs a break in their collectible prices. Uh, yeah. You know, my thoughts on that. Yeah. I'm glad that that Batman was like sub $30. Yeah. Um, I can't say the same for my beloved star wars black series <laughs> all right well it's been another uh, awesome uh, tuesday night hanging out with you guys i want to say thanks to uh, everybody that's followed along in the comments tonight uh, adam at go figure steve terrio thanks for hanging out tonight of course uh, my lovely wife kimberly thank you for uh, uh throwing that question at us i thought that was quite funny i don't know if that was a holdover from sunday night but Maybe. uh you know what keep those coming because we're always uh <laughs> 
<laughs> keeps us on our toes. Absolutely, it does. Want to say thanks to a uh, new viewer, Simon Sonic Boomer Barry. Thanks for hanging out all the way in the UK. I know it's much later uh, for you. I believe it's after, uh, it's well after midnight where you are, if I'm uh, not mistaken. As always, uh, Red, uh, Eric, our lone Patreon, you keep the fire burning as always. Thank you so much for hanging out with us every week, as you always do. We could not be more thankful. As always, guys, you can uh, check out all of our uh, stuff. Let me get rid of this here so we can, uh, hang on a second. Let me pull this out. We don't need that anymore. Let's switch back to, there you go. There we go. There we go. Um, you can find us on all of these uh, uh, locations down here, of course, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, Anti-public. Twitch is a sort of for now thing. I mean, it, we really yeah. we'll talk about that after. Uh, and do check out our merch shop over at uh, tpublic.com where you'll find uh, over 70 pop culture inspired designs. Actually, many of them will look. 80. Oh, geez. You've been uh, at it again. Maybe. A lot of them will look familiar to you, and they come from a lot of our uh, favorite uh, pop culture, uh, 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 favorite pop culture uh, IPs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Simon, that's very kind of you. Uh, Simon says, "Thanks, guys. Appreciate you very much. Very humbled. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to, you can always uh, hit us up on uh, YouTube and uh, subscribe to the channel. Every subscriber uh, helps. It helps to uh, push the uh, uh, the algorithm to uh, suggest our content to people who like other stuff like ours. We're currently sitting at 76 designs. 76. So there you go. Lots going on. Uh, lots more to come. We've landed on uh, on what we think is going to be uh, the uh, the Sunday night uh, show. Uh, up to uh, Ahsoka, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I would. If you don't have Disney Plus and you were intending to get Disney Plus for Ahsoka, I would think that if you if you're going to watch Ahsoka, you probably already have it. There is a playlist on Disney Plus, and it is Ahsoka key, Essentials. Key, yeah, Ahsoka Essentials. These are key episodes revolving around the character of Ahsoka Tano. Um, there's like 29 episodes, I think, between the Clone Wars. Star Wars Rebels, uh, Tales, Tales of the, of the Jedi, Jedi. And the Mandalorian, and the Book of Boba Fett. Yep. We are going to review all of that, and we are going to have a, a, a roundtable discussion. Hank will be back on Sunday nights to have that, because he is absolutely Ahsoka nuts. And if you don't want to wait, some of it we actually already have deep-dived on. Yeah. And you can find that in our back catalog. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk about the character uh, of Ahsoka Tano and sort of get to know her a little better, or refresh on her as we uh, head towards the Ahsoka live action series. Once again, uh, thoughts uh, go out to the family of uh, Ray Stevenson. We look forward to his uh, performance uh, in Ahsoka, but that's what we're going to be doing for the next few Sundays. As always, uh, Tuesday nights, we'll meet just like this. We'll hang out. We'll talk about stuff. Maybe we'll talk about nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I did learn something. What's that? Uh, if you have Animal Planet, the channel, daily showings, Back-to-back back of the Littlest Hobo. Oh, nice. So if you want to so get your daily nice. kick in the feels, there you go. So nice. Oh, Simon, thank you so much. Subbed on another account. Much appreciate the Star Wars content. Great. Um, we say that we're not a Star Wars show, but like we the, lean the, history, the history of our channel says otherwise. So <laughs> we are mostly a Star Wars show. <laughs> and there are uh i do have plans uh to continue with our ongoing series like the weapons of star wars uh, if you haven't checked out that playlist 
uh, that's a playlist where uh, I, I basically talk about uh, we, we have some longer videos there, but mm. uh, most of them are short videos uh, about a blaster in Star Wars. And we talk about the real world firearm that that blaster has been made from. And uh, we do short little uh, analytical videos on those. Very interesting stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. It came from. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Just, you know, random prop dude. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's some real world. And I'm eyes. I'm learning every time I do one of them. So um, the, I, I do have an, uh, plans to go back and continue those. We have a great uh, a, a great live stream on uh, lightsabers. I know that that's come up again recently with the, what do you mean it's orange? If you want to know about lightsabers, both in canon and old expanded universe, go check out our uh, video, Chasing Kyber, a lightsaber story, and uh, we've got you covered. So, ah, okay, enough about us. Thank you, everyone. Thanks so much for hanging out tonight. We will catch you on Sunday night if you uh, want to come back and hang out with us while we talk about Ahsoka. If not, come back and hang out with us next Tuesday where we just talk about some random stuff. Yeah. Until then, everybody, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we will see you on the next one. And bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.